Overdose Productions presents Master at Economics, cause you took yourself from squalor. Slay. Master at Academics, cause your grace said you were scholar. Slay. Master at Instagram, cause you can instigate a follow. Yeah. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Yeah. Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. Get it? Look at all these slave masters. And welcome to the Dope World News Podcast, taking over your listening space, whether you're listening to us at www.overdoperductions.com, yeah. the Apple Podcast app, yeah. Spotify, yeah. and where it benefits us the most, Where's that? that's the Anchor app. Yes, sir. It don't matter who you thought I was, I go by Prestige. And you already know it's the nastiest nigga in the motherfucking world, Zen, aka the zeitgeist to everything fucking nasty. Who the hell we got in here with us, bro? We got a good... But he been proving himself every week. Oh, fuck all that. <laughs> he ain't got shit else to prove. We got the dopest, the best, the greatest engineer and the producer in the world, Nirvana Nash. And we are just entertainers. We also got the god of visuals. My motherfucking nigga. Yeah, God Driz. What the fuck is up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's back. It's back. Ain't too bad. Who else we we got? I, I mean, this nigga starting to become a regular now, bro. Who, who the hell we got in here with us? Pretty much it's Chan Kla Kwa Chan Kla Bro, it's the whisk whisk. <laughs> it's hey, the whiskey. So we making it official on the Dope World News Podcast wave. Introducing young Chan Kla. Kwan Don. I'm here. Dope Always. Let's get it poppin'. Man, beautiful. Oh, well, beautiful. it's episode 38. Um, the state is slowly reopening. Uh, Since the last time we mentioned quarantine on here, because we yeah. said we weren't talking about that shit no more. Yeah. But we got some sad news. We have no notable 38s this week. Nah, it's, it, we got one. It's Kurt Schilling. But again, another nigga Fuck that took that steroids. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it was out there with the bloody sock lying to us all. <laughs> bloody sock, Kurt Schilling. Hey. Until it come up to my man's Doc Ellison, who was taking the LSD, throwing no hitters and shit. Man. Even though he hit three niggas in that game with a pitch. <laughs> that's hey, that's a hit. Nobody, nobody ever talks about that part of the no hitter. He hit three niggas with a ball that game, too. But, hey, he was on LSD, so that's kind of low. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, bro, it's kind of low. Game. Doc. Oh, yeah. Doc That's was out. the original Trippy Red. Doc was out there throwing it to Bugs Bunny and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga, that was the original Space Jam. Yeah. He was like, this is that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that nigga was in, he was at PST, uh, what is it? PTSD, PTSD moments. <laughs> 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 no. Bitch. <laughs> 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 a rocket. Man. Hey, but long story short, it was a lot of butt-mashed niggas under the number 38. Trash. It's tragic. Trash. Look, look, when the best player on number 38 in the NBA is Kwame Brown, hey. it's trash. You better get uh, 38. Somebody who great, get 38. Man. Right. So, we're going to dive into this shit. Let's do it. Hey, we're going to start with Lil Uzi Vert, who musically has had a great year, in my yeah. personal opinion. Yeah. Um, he started that deluxe album wave where a deluxe... Nah. Wait, hear me out. Where niggas wasn't just dropping deluxe albums with fillers, but actually having some smooth shit on it. Nah. 
I ain't gonna give him that. But his deluxe album was kind of sweet. I, I I agree. But I will say that the nigga left for three years and then dropped like he never left and just. Yeah, she shattered some shit, bro. Mm-hmm. He did his thing and big ups to Uzi. But he on some extracurricular shit. Bro, my I've heard on multiple interviews where niggas from Philly say, hey bro, y'all don't understand. That nigga little and come off, you know, all types of weird or whatever, but that nigga will punch you in the fucking face. Yeah. Like yeah. So regardless if you can fight or not, I always respect a nigga that'll just walk up and sock a nigga in and shit. And then take the ass whooping that comes with. What he fought Rich the Kid before and beat the shit out of him. Beat the shit out of him. How did that nigga run into Starbucks? Bro, beat him but, yeah. he beat him over the bar. Like, bro, uh, Uzi was standing there on the corner by himself. Rich the Kid was behind a barrier with all his people. Yeah. Uzi was by himself just like, bro, just... What's good? But this is my thing. It's niggas like Lil Uzi Vert who will surprise you. They will shock the world and show you, nigga, I got niggas, these hands. They be the calmest niggas. Like, bro, bro. Man, you better watch out for these bantam weights, these featherweights. <laughs> that, that nigga cut his braids and ended up just like, like cuz this, uh, That's like cuz in the UFC. What's his name? The Sugar Show. What's his name in, in the know. UFC? I don't know. Bro, weigh like 115, cuz, but he knocking everybody the fuck out, man. Like, on got like dog just got into a fight like two months ago. Bro broke his foot kicking somebody and still won the fight, bro. Let me tell y'all this. Let's let's look at the spectrum of black men. And I'm gonna just narrow it down to Philadelphia. You got Meek Mill and you got Lil Uzi Vert on the same fucking spectrum. Nigga from Philly. Like that's enough to make me think like almost like almost like the prince effect like even though he looked how he looked and you thought how you thought he you thought he was how you thought he could have your bitch smack the, smack the shit, smack out, the shit out of you smack your bitch with the with the dick and then go outside and hoop and heels I mean, just embarrassing niggas on all levels. So yeah. I feel like <laughs> Uzi, Uzi get that type of pass. Like, it's something in him that make him feel he could be how he is. Yeah. And no nigga can say nothing to him about Supreme it. Supreme confidence, it lets you know. It's true, bro, because it's, like, it's just like Kid Cudi said. You know what? I'm setting a new standard. All of that cool shit is dead. Yeah. All of that chains, all of that fly shit, it ain't fly no more. All them hoes and all that shit that you talking about, that shit not cool. I'm dead in it right now. 2009. And look. It is 2009, shit. bro. And shit got real real. She got weird. He changed the generation of artists for the better, bro. And nobody is really giving Cuddy the credit he deserves. But the media ain't. And they not really explaining it. Like, Kid Cuddy is really the changing propaganda in he what artists are now. Cause of Kid Cudi. <laughs> basically, basically that's what Kid Cudi was saying back then. Yeah. Said this, bro. He made a tweet about bitches twerking, nigga. Before Kid Cudi, you not finna have no gangster nigga yeah. twerking bitches. Nah, but when you dealing with you dealing with silicone semen ass buns like Nicki Minaj, you probably don't want to see another hey. bitch twerk. Hey. Jesus, yeah, like she got them bitches deflated a little bit. You know, on 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 the Uzi topic though. 
You know that nigga got a lot of pent, pent up energy for a lot of niggas in the in in the industry at this point. I mean, he can't smack man. DJ Drama. That big exactly. ass nigga put him on his fucking yeah. neck. Like, see, it's it's a it's a, it's a Philly too. It's a <laughs> it is a you know a threshold. You can you can try to fight a big ass nigga, and every now and again no you got to punch his chance. Though. Everybody got to punch his chance in a fight. But for the most part, bro, when you walk up, when you walk up on a six six nigga and you clearly only weigh ninety nine pounds, I mean you ain't even two Virgils. He ain't even two Virgils. He's ninety (laughs) nine. Even even if like if y'all the same age, around the same age, it's different. That nigga ain't moved as many dressers in his life and shit like that, bro. Like, Nobody nigga, ever called Uzi to come help. Yeah, Henry yeah, Ruggs got yeah, called, bro. Because that nigga strong. When you turn 45, bro, you done moved approximately 27 dressers probably in your lifetime at that point, bro. Like, you're strong. You're strong off that basis. Oh, yeah, bro. Man. That's how it goes, bro. Oh, man, strength. Like, when and you're if- dealing with a nigga who's 20, that nigga may have been in college, I mean, in high school working out and shit like that. But... So it was the nigga who was lifting fucking dressers and shit, bro. So it's a compound effect at that point. Well, oh man, no, oh no, they about to use their strength. They they know not to pull it out except for when they really about to fuck you it's up. Like Goku. <laughs> it's like, bro Goku. got dresser weight. Oh yeah, bro. It's like cuz listen, I'm about to beat your ass. Weight. It's like yeah, it's like the Power Rangers, bro. It's like them niggas only pull off the shit when the putties get fucked up and the niggas show up. Yeah. Once the niggas show up, they like, all right. More of the time. <laughs> you ever think about how old nigga shake your hand? If he don't got no animosity towards you, it's life. Man, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because he, he not trying to. He not trying to show. No he not trying time. to incite a riot. He ain't trying to. What this little motherfucker gonna try to pop off? And I'm gonna have to sweat. Well, and I don't sweat well, no well, more. That's all he gonna do and just keep him. Moving. I only sweat Meanwhile, at the job. You over, here, <laughs> you over here, you 17, hopped up off all your testosterone that finally done hit your body. You like, I beat that nigga ass. Knowing good goddamn well this nigga done gotten 38 fights and you ain't been alive for 18 years yet, nigga. Bro, you're good. dying. These is you're niggas, dying, bro. bro because it's first bro. and foremost, these is the niggas, them old niggas is the niggas that hooping Air Force One still. Bro. They just pull up to the park, be like, oh, y'all niggas That's hooping, huh? twisted. Them was the niggas who won the state championship back in 88, yeah. nigga. nigga. They, they, they can't forget who he was, bro. They can't forget who he was. Nigga, it's over. Flip Johnson. Oh, I was just talking about that shit with somebody the other day. Cause hey, you remember when niggas used to be out there on the hoop, like about to hoop, cuz, and the nigga got the little pumps, bro. Oh, oh god. Oh, and the cuz hit them pumps, bro. <laughs> bro, see, I, I mean, was alive that- when niggas had the pumps, but I was alive when niggas had just regular Jordans. And niggas <laughs> thought that was sweet. No, I wasn't alive when pumps was actually. Bro, the craziest part about it is, is you. Me, Charles Barkley. Out in the 90s, nigga. Exactly. I was born in 94. Nigga, I, all, was all I know. Yeah, I was alive. <laughs> you think I was seeing what nigga's shoes was wearing? I had the Simba 12s, nigga. Bro, it was, <laughs> it was some niggas I still out there wearing the pumps, bro. The craziest part about it is. Buzz Light years that lighted up. You know. They came out with them bitches with the pump. The light up. The light up 99s, nigga. To infinity hey, and beyond, motherfucker. Hey, you done pumped that bad boy up so much because your feet hurt right, like a right, mother. Right, Ty, you had something you had to say, though. No, I was just finna say, nigga pull up with that onesie on with his name on it because he work at Tuffy or some shit with, <laughs> with the Tim's on. That's a nigga you don't want to fuck with, bro. Hey, shout out to Mero. Hey, you come from Typing? You want Typing? Like, because I'm just be, I'm be, I'm be 100% Frank, two Virgils. Nigga. 
if that nigga show up and he, you can tell by one jumper whether this nigga was called in high school and will beat your ass or whether this nigga was a rough scallion and in high school and will beat your ass. That's how you get twisted. Jay-Z, Meek Mill, and a lot of other niggas falls within this category of niggas who are unathletic. Ass. It looks like they'll get their ass beat, bro. bro. Period. Them niggas look like I they I see Meek Mill legs. Bro, I think that nigga get his ass beat. Football, bro? Yeah. Bro, Don't look weird. good. Don't look good. That niggas, he know not the game. Exactly, exactly. Dame Dash, Dame Dash said, bro, them niggas used to be in a boxing club when they was in in Rockefeller, and he they was like, bro, he used to get squashed, bro. If he caught the boxing coach, boxing coach was like, bro, this nigga get beat up by a girl, like (laughs) (laughs) it be that way, bro. But they said that that nigga heavy D and Q tip hands. Q-Tip seemed like one of them dudes, bro. He just seemed like one of them dudes that had to deal with so many rough people. That bro, people the Uzi effect. Know. The Uzi effect. Yeah, yeah. Like, people <laughs> had to know, like, bro, I will beat your ass. You know Q-Tip, Period. Tip, any nigga who be mad at you, calm. Sad, 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 sad story. Yeah, that you leave the fuck alone. Hey, sucker, that, nigga. That, Whatever you all. That nigga Michael I would John like White. to admit that that's me. Hey, <laughs> I will be mad with a straight face. Won't raise my voice. None of that shit. No, especially Reed. Because as soon as I get a little bit of anger in my heart, I don't heart, like arguments. That's the ten, nigga. Bro. Fuck everybody. Let's run on. Michael Jai White said, "Nigga, it's only two real fighters in rap." And he said, "Fat Joe and Fifty Cent are really fuck up regular, like regular bro, fighting ass see, niggas, this bro." What I learned about fighting certain big niggas who's athletic is that they are faster than you. And they, they got a will, quick twitch And they will hit you And when they hit you It's so much more force Than you expect Because you're small And you expect the force Of another person Your size But they carry a weight Behind their punches That you don't Bro understand. I got a fraternity bro, brother Named Mel yeah, yeah Named Mel You might think This nigga slow When you see him I promise you I done seen this nigga do The most acrobatic shit And sock a nigga so hard Sleep. I'm like, cuz, how did you even do that? Cuz there was this dude on the east, bro. His name was Legs, bro. (laughs) Real life. His name was Legs, bro, cuz he was like kind of bow legged. He had like this little walk. But but niggas know, bro. If you like, if you like, if you about to throw hands with him, cuz nine times out of ten, you getting knocked the fuck out, bro. This dude, like, my nigga, legs. (laughs) Hey, they called him legs, bro, but he had hands. He was, he was ill named. (laughs) Sleeping niggas, bro. Yeah, bro. I know exactly bro. who you talking about. Yeah, cuz rock a bye, baby. <laughs> see, see, that's the thing is that people take it for granted. They think that people can fight based off of how athletic or how strong. Hell it ain't based on that. It's really about it's about experience and about heart. Deontay like, Wilder just got laid down. He was more athletic than Fury. But I, he not more athletic would, than Fury. No, Fury can just, box, bro. Just, Fury just, is a problem. Bro, that nigga Fury, I'm trying to tell you, dog. That nigga 6'9", so he's two inches taller than Deontay Wilder. Nigga. And like 50 pounds heavier than that nigga. So... To see him, you to see him do the moves that he does, and to be that big, that, that agile, bro, that motherfucker yeah. is a big, that's like big a problem. Tackle. Being able to strike a nigga who's a receiver, basically, but y'all almost in a compare, like y'all actually both got the hands, right? Yeah. But I don't even listen when it comes to these little ass niggas fighting because YK Osiris ninety eight pounds, motherfucking. <laughs> 
Lil Uzi Vert, 99 pounds. Blueface, 6'3", 115. Yeah. Like, these, <laughs> these niggas. He is one of them niggas who like 6'3", like 180 pounds. Like I said earlier, bro. Like I said earlier, bro. This is about to be the fight of the meat wads, bro. Man. <laughs> Cause we all the aqua team Make the honey say ho And the ladies wanna scream Honestly though But What's his name? YK Osiris Osiris I'm sorry I'm I'm never gonna get your name right Even if I meet you in person I'm here to tell you now I'm not gonna get your name right But (laughs) When it come down to it He remind me of just one of them niggas Who just wanna be seen doing something and I feel like Uzi will knock him the fuck out. What are you thinking? Yeah, that's some lame shit. Yeah, that yes, it is some little raspy ass shit. Honestly, I ain't even know who he was until he said that. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, A O and Teo. I don't even know who that is, bro. bro. I don't know. It's so many of these little niggas now, bro. I just. I, this nigga, well, why K. Osiris just fought Tory Lanez again? Another little nigga. Uh, these little niggas is just trying to. They gonna make a team. They getting a fraternity put together. Oh no, that's flipped in there. I think. I, bro, that nigga don't sing, matter. That nigga thing. sing that song. That's like I went the gang. I went the mob. Fuck is you thinking? No, that ain't. That ain't, that ain't him neither. No. I don't know who none of these That's niggas is. Uh, <laughs> every song we done rattle off songs to say. Too many of these little niggas, bro. Yeah, Cowboy, yeah. Cowboy? Oh, cowboy. That, that song actually was cowboy. fire. I like that song, I like that I like song that. too. I think he got another one in him. He don't, but that's that's why the song was like only two minutes long. No, no, his like, song, we his, have more one-hit wonders poppy. right now. That baby. song literally got popping because somebody made a false claim that uh, Lil Dirk stole that nigga song, bro, and put them like side by side to each other, and they were like, Lil Dirk stole this nigga track, and everybody was on it like. Oh, it's the same fucking song. It's the same. No, it's the same song. Same song, same person. No, it's the same song. They just took some little dirt shit and spliced some video content over top of it, bro. It's the same song, G. Wild as hell. They like pitched it down or some shit, yeah. some weird shit, but it's the same track. Like, that's literally how that song got popping, though. That's the internet for you. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Well, but I got Lil Uzi Vert, German suplexing. I got Lil Uzi Vert too. No, they can't. Ozark Cyrus or whoever you want to be. <laughs> Say that nigga is just uh uh Bateman. Listen, <laughs> shout out to the LNBC, the little nigga boxing club. <laughs> y'all <laughs> niggas got it. And, and y'all little niggas making me look bad because I ain't got no ego. But here go all you little niggas trying to prove something. They trying to scrap with you next. Hey, tell hey tell them these hands. Hot and ready. Lil Caesar. <laughs> Certifications. Look. Hey, look. Say subscribe. Hey, look. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Netflix or Hulu, bitch. Listen, go I ask. I got too hey, old to be I'm going to tell you this. Go ask Black Hafter about what he seen when it comes to these hands. Hey. He, he'll tell you. But I'm going to leave it at that. So is that a shout out, Black Hafter? Hey, it's a shout out and it's a um reference request. No, no. <laughs> Last little nigga I fought, bro, I slapped him, bro, and then as I'm choking him, I was giving him a life lesson. You feel me? So it was like at that point I realized, cause like I'm too old. I can verify that this, I was bro. there, man. I was there. Like I'm too old, bro. I was there. All right. Subscribe to this only hands. 
Hey, yeah. Look, subscribe to my OnlyHands. I'm on Demon Time. Subscribe to the OnlyHands. This is Adobe. And this is motherfucking Disney Plus. Come get your head fucked up, bro. Mixing and matching. I'm about to put that shit on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe hey. to these on the <laughs> And I'm gonna drop my fucking cash That shit is hilarious. Hey, I think it's safe that we can move on to the next yeah, topic. To. Yeah. That was a great opener. Yeah. Hey, so we're gonna bring it to the best basketball player in the world, LeBron James. Some people say it's Kevin Durant, but I can't say a nigga is the best in the world when he ain't played in how long since Kevin Durant the, is when was the, the best, NBA Finals last year? Is the best skilled uh, basketball player in the world, but he's not the basketball best basketball player in the world. He's the best skilled basketball right. player in the world because he's not Luca. No, he can no he can dribble better than Luca. He can shoot better than Luca. He can drive better than Luca. He can do all that shit better than LeBron too. But he's not a quintessential winner. That's the issue with him. He's not. He's not a quintessential winner. He kind of just a dick hopper. And wait, I mean, he, and he don't make or break a team for real. Can no, I? He don't. Can he I? Can don't I break a team? He can, I just, he can help a team over the hump. Yeah. But he can't make the team the team. And the bad part is he really ain't. Make I want to trash Kevin like Durant that, right now. Because no, no, he. If anybody ever says that, I'm just thinking you're. Or you don't know nothing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to trash Kevin Durant because I know he'll respond. (laughs) So he he (laughs) (laughs) he left OKC to go play with Golden State because Russell Westbrook wasn't a team player. Even though he came out and when Mark Cuban said they only had one superstar over there, he said he's stupid. And Russell Westbrook is my brother. Exactly. So you left him to go play with Golden State, which. I don't blame him. That was a phenomenal I do. team. But I this do. is where I'm lost. You now go play with Kyrie. Is it Kyrie and Russell Westbrook more similar Let's be real about than what if, Steph Curry is as a teammate? If he really wanted to make a difference, wouldn't he have went to Atlanta? Wouldn't he have went to uh, uh, another team that actually needed somebody who could have put them really in that position to be like, this your team. You got a budding star who's gonna take it over in a couple of years. You can do your thing. You can teach him. You can, but he doesn't do that. What he does is he finds final products and then attaches his name to it. The Brooklyn Nets were fundamentally one of the better teams in the East last year. Let's be sure they have a lot of budding talent on their team. Spencer Dinwiddie. Not not last year. The year the, the year. Well, not this. You season. right. Yeah. Within yeah, these last yeah. couple years, they they've got a good to put solid it together core. More and more, and then Kevin Durant, Kyrie probably talked it out and mm-hmm. said, "Let's go link up there together." Instead of, so all the people who are hypocritical on the situation about LeBron, they doing that same thing like to Kevin Durant. Kyrie and KD touch each other Gucci's at night. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, them niggas are Gucci. God was white. He was white. Like, bro, this nigga Kyrie, bro, and the thing about both of these niggas is they both weird. They that what niggas need to understand is LeBron, LeBron ain't no weird nigga, bro. Like LeBron is a regular ass nigga, and he he OD on the workout shit because he that's the type of I know a lot of niggas that OD on the, the workout shit. The only thing shit. people can discredit him for is the political shit that they try to say about him, and the only reason they try to say that is because they try to discredit a man. Who came from the bottom and made it to the top. Exactly. That's it. And Delonte was fucked his mama. 
Jesus I would have left too. He, he, so I don't hate him. He hate him. I don't hate him. That's exactly he, why I would have left, bro. I hate him. About to stay on the I just, team. I just called call my mom's, bro. I just called him the best. Wait, wait. I just called him. Don't hate him. I just called him. Don't want him living in my neighborhood. Going to my schools and doing anything I do. Listen, I just called him the best basketball player in the world. Over uh, my nigga Luca, so do them niggas, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, KD. They still don't want to live next to that nigga, bro. Fuck. <laughs> KD and Kyrie. Kyrie already, he said the Earth was flat, so I, you can't listen. I to don't trust like him. That, bro. That's why he can't win another championship. And then left, say I, I, I'm just mad. LeBron came, bitch. When you you didn't have LeBron, y'all niggas won eight games. That shit don't even make sense. Bro. Like you then, can look up at the moon and see that bitch. Then right. I, then so this nigga we, flat, but the moon ain't. KD, this nigga KD, the sun not. KD made burner accounts to talk to normal average human beings when he was in the playoffs ten years in a row. Western Conference Finals three times. Went to the finals before he went to the Warriors see, and lost. And this nigga talking to me online, not being on his own account. If he was on his own account, then maybe. But you get another account to argue with niggas about yourself is the lamest but type shit in the world. The whole thing about that is that Kevin Durant and them went to the uh, finals, what, 2013, right? I be- 12, 12 or 13 One of them 2013 or something It's like one that. of them But either way it go They went there They were supposed to keep Building that franchise up Building that team Whatever Didn't happen The Warriors were a non-factor In 2013 That's Wasn't true Wasn't nobody talking about Some people love Curry When he got drafted Some people like DeMonte Ellis You know I'm not, mm-hmm. I didn't say DeMonte I said DeMonte Ellis um, But they like those type of players but they were a non-factor in the Western Conference. Absolutely. For real, bro. Then you fast forward to literally two, three years later when they put together some shit, and now they have the MVP of the league. They have all these great talents around them from what they built, and the Oklahoma City Thunder are the second uh, choice to come up. So it's Kevin Durant's fault that he even had to go to the Warriors because he was supposed to be the reason what Oklahoma mean? City was good. They was up three. He's not a determining factor for. They was up three one against the Warriors to go back to the finals to see the Cavs that year. That we that Kyrie broke his knee, and oh no, that was the year that we actually won because we won. They went up three. They won the three one, and then y'all beat them. Yeah, so it's just like that nigga. That nigga's a ham sandwich. And if I was if I was Russell, I'd slap that nigga in the but, face. But I always thought that them niggas had a gay relationship too. On LeBron. So like I always thought that Russ and KD got the same relationship that Kyrie and KD got now. But <laughs> Gucci, Gucci men. But on LeBron though, like to bring it back into perspective on everything, it's like what's been happening in the media lately. And what LeBron has talked about, a lot of people are starting to um, use it against him in certain ways. I was watching uh, the Fighter and the Kid podcast recently, and he said that LeBron should have spoke out more because of China and the issues in China. And when people told him to shut up and dribble, he did shut up and dribble instead of speaking out more. And he says, um, it was Brendan Schaub actually too. He said, uh, he should have still stayed, but instead he basically footed the way for China because they make his shoes and they have big money inside of LeBron James, basically. 
So I'm like, how do you flip this whole thing back to say LeBron James is the issue when every time he says anything, he's told to literally shut up and dribble? Thank you. But Thank you. You want him to say things that he did talk out, out about, and that was where the shut up and dribble shit even came from to begin with. And then you have half of America telling him literally to shut up and dribble. We don't want to hear you talk about politics. Bro, I'm going to tell you like this. If I'm in China and some fucked up shit happened that America did while well, I'm in China. I'm going to talk about it. No. I'm going to shut the fuck up till I get back here because exactly. you ain't finna per- execute me in China, nigga. First and foremost, he the biggest person in China. He is next to Godzilla. Like, it's <laughs> LeBron, and Godzilla. the tallest nigga next to Godzilla. So then you like, hey, cuz, yeah, bro, I'm just trying to keep the peace because these niggas can rap and fight. We seen these niggas do this shit. Y'all niggas can't shoot me down in America. They can literally come to this stage, to this stadium, yeah. and get the bust in our yeah, ass, bro. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure that I uphold all of us, and then when I get back, we figure it out from there. Like I said last week on the podcast, in 1989, China pulled up in full military form and killed people who were protesting for freedom of fucking speech. They pulled up. Oh, that's a communist Clint, country. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, who the fuck are Americans in their country who are visiting if they willing to kill their own one people? one of my stories from the beginning of the shit, this is China. As, <laughs> exactly. So, if they willing Have to kill their own people, we not shit. Have y'all seen how organized China is right now with their protests, though? Like, bro, they got a proxy server that everybody's a part of. So it alerts them. So uh, whoever got proxy servers over there, no, for real. Well, whatever it is, it's some type of server. Like, whatever. I'm it saying is. That the only other thing that you can use is the government. Uh, yeah, but they got like some type of it's some type of like government online because they don't got no. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, they ain't got like Google and shit. Yeah, it's some type of like like uh, app. My bad, my bad. App. Yeah. It's some type of app that they using for all the uh, protesters and shit. So sense. it alerts them whenever they come. So they take the barricades. Block wherever they going, hit the subway station, and they out of there, and the cops like 10, 15 minutes behind them, and they in a whole different state. That's like, gonna city. be an amazing movie in about 10 to 20 bro, years. Bro, like, it is dope, bro. I was just watching it like the other day. That's it what was I'm dope. That's about right now, because that shit gonna be an amazing movie in three to five years. We ain't waiting decades on shit. Right. Yeah. But hey, Mark Zuckerberg already got a movie right about him, bro. Right. Bro, but. It's it's just always it's always a ploy, you know. It's always something, you know. When it comes to being a black leader, a black activist, and having multiple platforms, because he don't got just one platform. You know, they can say the, the shut up and dribble shit, but he's been an advocate for so many different things for so many years. Ever since he came out of high school, and he's a media producer. Actually. Yeah, you know. Like, so he's it's not like just like a puppet, like most of the. Laura Ingram is a puppet. Bro, like she has to do what she's told. Exactly. Whereas LeBron James can make whatever he feels like, whenever he feels like. Like, Absolutely. and when you got somebody that, that that's as powerful as LeBron, that is also socially conscious, that also doesn't have a whole bunch of demons in the closet and shit like that, you know, that you can just pull from and just be like, well, he's a bad father or he's this or he's that. You can only say, well, yeah. I, your your point just is invalid. Like and it's just like well that's not a ant that's not like a response that's just you saying shut up. Y'all know who to be fired as fuck and you have to pay y'all because I did on y'all podcast and be 
I'm pretty sure that, that he already got like shirts and shit like that made of that shit, bro. Bro, when I look at LeBron, I look at I look at the guy who changed basketball forever. I look at the guy who made it okay for you to be um, a kid of a single parent and to understand that being physically responsible is still the thing that you should do. Um, he, he he has epitomized what we expect, not only the black athlete to be, but the he's the best. He's the best like, off the field. The athlete, athlete, ever. Like, like even as like a even as a man, bro. Like exactly. no matter how you feel about LeBron on the court. Like, he is the epitome of black male excellence. But not, I don't court. think it's just black male excellence. Like, just think, male excellence. No, I don't think that it is male ex. Like, you can't expect to do with as much pressure as he has to be as normal as he is yeah. and to still be as into it no. as he can be. Because, listen. But that's what I'm saying. Like, to be, to be the, able to be like that, to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like They call Tom it, Brady the GOAT, one of the greatest sports athletes ever. But he still hasn't taken the steps LeBron has taken to be socially involved. He's not even really and, advocating his own community. Exactly. Look at these guys in their own community. Just take away our community. Are they really that advocate in their community Not about the all. issues that's going on? Not you look at, at a guy like Ashton Kutcher. He's an advocate in his community. He is. And yep. what is his community? Autism. Come because on. his brother is autistic yep. and he's his twin brother, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, he represents another community yeah. too. He deal with sex trafficking no, and all that exactly, shit as well. That's what I'm saying. He took his, and he admits it, his privilege, and he made it about that. And as he even said, he said, son, the reason why girls go first with us is because for some men, girls don't go first, don't go at all. Not even that they don't go first, they just don't, don't go. go. They don't even yeah. get a chance. And he said, that's the reason why black lives matter. Because to some people, black lives don't matter at all. And that's the truth of the nature. White lives matter to all of us black people. We never go out there and we say, we don't care about white lives. We don't care about what's going on. We don't care about what y'all deal with. We don't care about y'all mental health. What we do say is care about us the same way we try to care about America. Care about us the same way we try to care about y'all. Come on. That's some real shit. And it's the truth. It's the truth. Because if I see some foul shit happening to a white person, I'm not going to be like, oh shit, they white, let me not help them. That's a human being. I'm going to help. I'm going to step up. At some point, this shit is a human problem. I mean, more like... Yeah, of course it happens a lot more to us, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But if there's, but if there's injustice anywhere, as an American, you should be able to step up. Exactly. And that's where, and even though he's not my favorite, Dr. Martin Luther King, that was one of his points. Exactly. That just, it just was injustice. It wasn't about color. It was just At injustice all. as a whole to anybody is a fucking bad reflection on, on us as a whole. But, you know... It's 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 too you know athlete slash you know whatever that really hold a true prominence in in all cultures and that's LeBron and The Rock. LeBron and Dwayne Johnson can literally captivate the entire world when they say anything. And to go back to the point of you know just LeBron being in tune with everything, how many times has he? Broke a song for somebody, you know, because he listened to it while they was working out. He he did T Grizzly shit, and T Grizzly went to an, another level. Like that song was popping with us, you know, and especially around here because we in Michigan. But when LeBron played it, I 
It was like it was everywhere. It was everywhere at that point in time. LeBron don't care about utilizing his platform for other people because you seen a nigga take care of his yeah, friends. Right. You seen this nigga take right. care of underprivileged dudes. His best dudes. friend is one of the biggest agents in basketball. Absolutely. You know what and I'm saying? And he made him become that guy. Yeah. But because Rich Paul is that guy, and I ain't trying to cut you Rich off. Rich and Maverick. That. Yeah, but but he also forced them to become that guy because he said, "I'm done dealing with all these people who don't have my best interest at hand." Bro, so you know, and I say that to in in the rock. He he has a little bit more of the of the of the white audience a little bit more, but when they say something, it's 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 global. It's yeah. global, and Every that's time. the reason why, you know, people that are extremists against certain things that's uh, that's for progress, they will try to shoot him down because they don't have an answer. When you for don't you, you for LeBron, when you don't have, they don't they don't want to knock down the rock because to, he's he's white gold. He's white gold. And he also Le- understands more or less how to tread the line a little bit yeah. more carefully, whereas LeBron is very... He bro, he, he he's pro-black. I mean, Yeah, he's more open with the fact that he's just a regular person. The Rock has always played a character. LeBron has always been LeBron James. You know what, Nirvana? You're absolutely right. And yeah. it's be- his wrestling background. Like, it's this thing called kayfabe, where you got to stay in character no, I love at him. all times. And even though Dwayne yeah. Johnson is more of a yeah. regular person than what I've The Rock was the in wrestling. Dwayne Johnson ever on Yeah. But I have seen the real LeBron James a lot of times. Absolutely. And I'm not trying to discredit Dwayne Johnson for anything, because he is still a pillar in what goes on. But all I'm trying to say is that for LeBron James, that's why he gets that. That Most black. niggas would Whereas, be scared to do that. That's yeah, why they I don't. Think I think like he cusses, the rocks. Bro. He says things. The like, rocks Instagram is more so yeah. his personal. Like that's him. And he got kids cases. who really you know are looking at him. Yeah. In his movies, and stuff. You know what I'm saying. So it's like you you, you get to see like in his, on his Instagram. That's where he can actually be himself without playing a role, without being somebody else, without yeah. actually taking on a different character. And so, I, a lot of artists. And I think saying, because of his yeah, background. Yeah. Just where he used to have to go out in front of crowds, I feel like he know how to just excite each, yeah. each demographic just right to get the appropriate response. Which means he across. probably knows how to also docile. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and it's not a bad thing, it's not a bad but thing. it could also and not him, be a good thing. And him being somebody who is a Samoan descent, mm-hmm. which is mainly of a biracial yeah. culture, you know, a culture mixing of Native people and you know people who colonize the area it's really just when you really think about it like he deals with a lot of things that a lot of biracial people deal with absolutely and having that cultural difference inside you makes you understand that you have to be in more of a progressive light oh yeah you know what i'm saying because if you decide to ever take that step back then people always say, oh, that's the white side of you. Mm-hmm. That's this. That's because of this or that. So when he doesn't feel like saying anything or he has a, 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 a contrary belief, he won't say anything at all. Honestly, he's probably one of the only, like, I guess, quote unquote, biracial people that you could actually see in the in any industry where they could date a white woman and no one yeah. says anything. Yeah, not not too much. 
Like yeah. I haven't really heard anybody say yeah. something about him. Honestly, the wife. I think the Rock like being, being think, married to. A wife. I think the Rock been married twice. Yeah, yeah. and like you never heard you nothing about his, never his personal life. Like I that. see a lot of biracial men in football, in in sports specifically, who date black women. You look at Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I get that his first girlfriend was, you know, but his first wife. Uh, his first wife, but still, you know, look where he is now. I think that a lot of men in sports they understand that that whole notion that they had at one point in time. You get on, you get married to a white girl. That's not a true thing. Bro. It's not. That's not a true thing. You know what? I feel My like man, Dirk married black, bro. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> Travis Kelsey got a bad one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 got the most yeah. sauce in the league. I hate when they try to make it seem like that, but it do seem like that sometimes. Bro, it he do, was at his birthday party with the Tims on. Yeah. But it do make it seem like sometimes that, um, and I know that's kind of weird, but white men can be a little bit more tolerant than white women can even. I can say that. No, I, I can see. Well, no, it's just, it's white men do it in thing. white men do it behind no, closed white, doors. No, no, white no, women will do that shit out they in. Will, but this is also the case when a black man is in love with a black. I mean, a white man is in love with a black woman. He's out there. Open the same way. The he's open. No, no, no. bro. You look at these men who love these black women. They out there. Hell no, nigga. bro. Look, bro. These old these they these old niggas be out here with it. With Listen, these young motherfuckers. so many of these bitches, and I know you know, you be looking at bitches like, I know she don't work that hard. I know, Why bro. Why she no, like no, that? No, bro. I, white no, hold up, hold up. But I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say that. What I'm just trying to speak on is biracial relationships only. That's it. The relationships, the actual relationships. Okay, yeah. That's interracial. Yeah, inter. That, not biracial. Okay. It is biracial technically, but interracial. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to speak on is just the fact that. When they not when him. when black women know how to deal with that side of things, where I feel like sometimes black men they do falter in that area where when they do have a white counterpart, they 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 kind of just feel like whatever. I ain't gotta say nothing. It don't matter to me. I'm gonna be what? honest with you. It when it be cause it be them black ass niggas with the Kevin Durant hair. That wanted a white girl so they could have light skinned kids so they hit so they so they kids wouldn't be called African booty scratcher in, in high school. Like it ain't just still gonna get it. <laughs> nigga, like, still gonna get it. Listen, bro, these niggas these niggas these these niggas kill me because then they'll sit there and because one family may may, you know, one white family may fuck with you. That mean all white families fuck with you. That's not the case, my friend. And the thing about when white men, especially because Dirk from from a different country, so that don't necessarily count. He but Travis Kelsey, it's like I'm sure all of the women and people in his family know that his wife will get busy with all of them. Like so it's like I gotta step. I gotta step up and be a man to make sure that they don't step out of line. Because if they step out of line and she step out of line, everything's fucked and I up. Gotta like deal with I, the real repercussions of having to get my wife out of some bullshit that she shouldn't have never even had to get been. put in 
to begin because, with just because some people was acting foolish. And, and a black family, they be like, we're going to roll this, his white girl. We just going to roll gonna her. Say and, and if it's his sisters and cousins, they on his ass. You getting fucked up next. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to say <laughs> Hey, listen, I know this to be true <laughs> like, because I have a sibling who only date whites bro. And whenever shit has got real It's like Well <laughs> You can't bro And at the end of the day That's the whole problem with it It's not an issue with interracial dating Cause Anybody who been hearing me talk uh, If you don't know I'm biracial mm-hmm. uh, So of course I love my white side of my family Love the black side of my Come family on. Same amount of love Same thing But it's also different And I ain't gonna act like it ain't different And we gotta stop pretending Like the way that Things are going on and what we have going on right now are just so contrastly different. When you look at a black man who's married to a white woman or is with white women, certain things are just the way that they are. They feel like the white women is submissive. They feel like they can take dominance. Whereas you look at a black man or a black woman with a white man, they feel probably more incompetent and they feel like they can educate somebody to teach them that they can be a better person in the coming future. And if they can't, then usually they leave that relationship. And black That's women gonna I let see. you know, black women gonna let everybody know when they getting tired of niggas. Exactly. And, they gonna, <laughs> and when they about to go date them a white man. Like, I mean, it happens all the time. We see all that shit time, on Facebook right. all the time. Like, you niggas is too much or you niggas is doing this you niggas is doing that and, I'm about to go get me a white man and then they go do it find out that the white niggas the same and See, that's, that's the truth that you know what I'm saying bro that's men is men what niggas don't understand and when I say niggas I mean everybody people right. in yeah. general yeah. what niggas don't understand is nigga we men if we gonna go out and fuck we going out but in the fuck I mean. like, a nigga will literally I don't know change. about me though yeah. I'm dumb. but, but <laughs> a lot of niggas will literally change their the perspective crib. just to fuck a white woman Whereas oh black woman man! It's not trying to change her perspective to fuck no white dude, bro. Yeah. Like, and I, I literally think that when you look at the counterbalance, it's more of a 70-30 split on that type of topic, bro. Sometimes it's more so about like elevation, or they just want something different that they haven't experienced before. Y'all, you know I'm saying. Yeah. And in most cases, like in other cases, well, it I, could be both. I, a bit of both. No, I think that that is a reciprocal factor. But what I think the reciprocal intuition is now is that it's not um, this whole thing of a white man doesn't feel the same way that he would feel about a white woman that he's married to. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I feel like black women and white, that that interracial situation has always been going on. Shit, the reason why we have love versus Virginia is because of an interracial couple, bro. White man, black man. I mean, white man, black woman. So when you really think about it, that proclivity is the thing that changed this aspect of what you consider biracial dating in America. Nigga, we all wanted to fuck a pog. And I've done it multiple times. Exactly. Multiple times. And it's because, nigga, I don't give a fuck. I seen that ass. If it was on a white, Dominican. You said Paul or Paul? Pog. Pog. Fat ass white girl. Oh, you said Pog. I thought you said Pog. No, I was about to be like, come on. Come on. I like the Pogs. Bro, what he, that that nigga look like Russell Wilson. That nigga, I like the Pogs. Bro, but when it comes to them, nigga, seen that Fat ass, I'm like, shit, gotta crack down. Got to crack down. And then, it, but so what? So the fuck what? <laughs> and when it come to men, I think that's what it is. Like, yeah. Like, once you get a little bit of money as a black man, you get access to people that you usually weren't around. But, bro, 
Even, bro, in college, I mean, just be in Pontiac, you know, that's a lot of white girls around here, but they all try to act Hispanic. So you 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 be you be lost yeah you be kind of lost so they not they not real white girls right, they, not, they fake look, white girls they not, like, the, they not the girl next door yeah white girl got the college to one of the white schools bro you actually see how they oh, out there you, you want a chapanga oh bro you, you want a chapanga chapanga our white women are nobody in no interracial dating relationship it's just the way that things go in America and the way that shit is transgressed is just the way that. I see certain things right now. And if I'm wrong, you can call me out on it. But like like we said last podcast, bro, you go to other countries, nigga, they be, it be German on German relationships. We a country where it's a whole bunch of motherfuckers in this yeah, bitch. So it's, it's different. So, nigga. We are the greatest experiment. Nigga, come on. So if I decide, nigga, I'm about to wham Maria this day and I'm ramp whamming, you know, this person this day and Jesus this Jane. like you know if let me get Asian persuade oh Jesus Christ. Man. I would have I'm like you like everybody know Man, I would have corral of this yeah. bitch. I you got your it, selection. So like you know that's a big culture shock right there to me because we do shit totally, totally different. different. You know what I'm saying? So. Hey so we gonna move on to Killer Mike. That that was a fire segment. Mm. So we're going to move on to Killer Mike. And the question this week about Killer Mike is, should he run for some type of political office? Definitely. If you're not familiar with Killer Mike, he is one of the most public pro-black activists. Am I right going down yeah. this road? Yes. Yeah. Um, especially when you look at rappers yeah. and, and entertainers in general, I think. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, he was a huge advocate for the weed. But he's a black conservative. He, yeah. Nobody well, ever wants to say it. Definitely. But he's a black conservative. And he's not a Republican. He's not a Republican, but he is a black conservative. Yeah, it's just his morals is his morals are more. He believes in less government. He believes in black people forming their own system. He believes in having hella guns and never giving up the right to have guns. He believes in free speech, not only for just that, but racism as well, because he understands that. Fuck them niggas. I'm gonna say this, Nirvana. He would say he was a. Nirvana. 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 I think he did. Like, and if he is, and if he would ever run for, for office, I don't think he, I, honestly, I don't even think he'd run Republican. I think he would run third party. It should be third party, but if he did run Republican, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Nirvana, let me ask you this. Like, at all. That'd be the first time I voted Republican. Let, Let me ask you this. With all, you know, his close alignment with conservative views, as a black man, do you feel like white conservatives will see him as yes, problematic him as, as wanting those same yes, rights? Because, because, look at him because as a, a lot of black, a lot of white people don't even want to look at what he's talking about. Because what he talks about is saying, no, don't worry about them. Don't think about that. Don't think about this. We have to worry about us. We have to think about us. What they see is a black man saying, get guns, right. store guns. Because we don't have a race war. Let me ask you this. It is, it is but, a lot different to maneuver. It is a lot different to, mo- but to he, maneuver. Uh, he literally is saying about 93% of the same thing they are saying. The thing is, is it's different for a black man. It's different for a black man to talk anything to A. Second Amendment, bro, when it comes down like to 2A, like, it is hard. There's only one black man right now that is, an, is a 2A advocate, and he is actually very prominent in white society, and his name is Coleon Noir. But oh yeah, at the same time, like, like you know, you know that you have got you a poster child when somebody, when the NRA endorses you. Right. Oh, wow. Exactly. As a black man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? 
You know what I'm saying? I know exactly who you talking. He's a, like well, he's he's he, good. He's not on Joe Rogan. Yeah, he was like, on Joe Rogan. He wasn't like recently. Yeah, he was on Joe Rogan. He was on uh. Yeah, uh, I know exactly. What's what's my man's about. name to and be on he's HBO? He's a black concern, but he will talk about certain injustices. Yeah. That like he go talks on, about but he, he talks about says, injustices yeah, and stuff. But he still says like I'm a conservative. I don't believe in what the American Republican type of demonstration of what a conservative is supposed to be is. But at the end of the day, I'm not gonna falter and try to tell people like, oh, I'm not a conservative. I am. So, go ahead. I feel like, well, do y'all think like him running and actually putting a title on the shit that he do gonna kill the authenticity in the Yes. That's what I'm it will affect it. I think people yeah. gonna be like, that's what oh, happened. Nigga, you was no, that's what happened. That's the reason why he said would. that he wanted him to go. I want him to go third party. If he goes third party, if he's gonna be Democrat or Republican, he has to side with if, certain things, or else they won't put him in the DNC. But if the, the thing of oh my bad, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, if he goes third party, there's gonna be a couple of things to happen. One, a foundational shift in the way we actually look at third Black parties. Especially black, black people. people There's going to be a hell of a, uh, uh, a revolution On just that general consensus Of yeah. how things are actually run yeah. We have to get rid of the two party system yeah, And we've yeah, been trying yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All we need the All they was needed was what? 600,000 votes? The Whig party was the last party Something To like ever be a third party in America yeah. The Whig party really? You understand the Whig party Really? That's yes. You know what I'm saying? like A lot of people don't know uh, Last election when Jill Stein ran, she actually had a Pan-African black man as her uh, as her man, running mate. I, but, I mean, I don't like... Uh, Jill Stein was I also saying things that just didn't make no fucking what sense. What I'm saying is, it's like, you know, you, you get to see the the difference the in openness. people yeah, in, yeah. in third parties. Now it ain't I'm just, not saying it ain't, what it ain't six it is. white men yeah. running against it, each other no more. Exactly. Yeah. I That's get, what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I get that. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I can agree with that 100%. It's a lot of like... There used to be six... President, yeah. president, president, vice president, vice, all of them. Like, what is it? Like, what right. is it right now, bro? Like, over in over in Britain, you have like twenty different caucuses. Uh, if you in, bro, if you got places that if, they if got, you're in, if you're in India right now, bro, really there's a hundred and ten different di- uh, offices, like different people that you could vote for, bro. Am I not mistaken? This place in Africa that got black women president? Yes, literally. Yes, bro. Let me. Let me tell you, I don't see the president 2024. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, it'd be a possibility. I don't think that she is too young. Hey, look, look, if that Corona knocked off enough bloomers, it won't, look, if the Corona knocked off enough bloomers, it won't matter. 28. When she's 37. So it's just like, but you see, it's 35. You know, most people don't know. Most people don't know that Scarface is on the city council in Houston. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it depends on what role he takes. Would he be in right. being a mayor? Would he be being an alderman? But what do you know? Killer Mike. What you know? What what would he be? What would he run for? And the thing about Killer Mike is run for a senate. You know, if he. It, but the the thing of it is, is that with you being such a brash black man, unless he it, it, he would have to run for it in Atlanta. It, it, yeah, it, it can only be in Georgia be in because Georgia. I just I don't feel as if. Motherfuckers is ready for somebody that is that I that is you, that I brash you, but because at the same time I don't think people people was people was they were yeah, saying they was ready for Donald Trump, Trump. But, right. that, but that ain't true when Donald Trump came in and said nigga fuck all that I'm bringing your jobs back it didn't matter what he but said he after that. that. 
But, it, but it didn't is, matter okay, so what look, he said what, after that. So like, number one, saying, number one, Mike got a lie. Uh, Hillary Clinton run the populist vote. I know. You know what I'm saying? You already got. Then he gonna win that shit but just when, based off what of you got to see. On, what, what, what it actually showed us when he actually became president? What did Mike show how? us in this last uh, 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 show? When that he did? when when Killer Mike oh, when shit. when Killer exactly when, I was he literally say, showed how niggas can make a society. Well, yeah, that's that's my thing. When it's a nigga, they go to a show and be like, you you must you tried to. Fuck up mass commerce because you wanted to show that you could go only only black and everything that you did and prove, made it a point for six, seven, eight Nigga, episodes. The phone wouldn't be known if it wasn't for Killer Mike. Nigga, yep. Killer Curse Five G phone out. Killer Killer Cola, Cripple Cola, all of this yeah, different stuff. Cola and the blood. See, yeah. Yeah. Bro, and the blood. All of this different type of stuff. You say sugar bad. You know it's poison. It's so many things that. When you say that to mass commerce, bro, them niggas be like, absolutely not. And then you gonna tell me you want a gun? That's like if Derek Grace was to run for something. It's like, this crazy ass nigga, get this nigga the fuck out of here, bro. And Mike's tattoos is his words. Oh, bro. And Killer Mike, Killer Mike is such a generational talent of being able... It took him so long yeah, to get to but, where he is. But, you know, he got the barbershop inside the Atlanta Hawks stadium. But you he remember, got, bro, the last time I ever saw anything about Killer Mike before anything he was doing now with the running jewels and all that was when he was on Beef 2. <laughs> Beef DVD. Yes. Yes. Because he was only talking about because people tried to make him change his name to Killer Mike. And he was like, I'm not changing my name to Kill Love Mike. It's Killer. Killer Mike. And then he came up in the rap battle scene, yeah. too. Bro, Mike, and that nigga, and the, and the thing about him, and, and it's a similar LeBron thing, where it's like, he he changes it. He changes it whenever he decides to. He, he was just on the radio the other day and said, oh, bro, when we doing this, call me Michael. That's my name. Like, don't call me Killer Mike because we, I'm not a rapper in this aspect now. And I'm glad he said that because they will take that aspect and use that against him. Yeah. That rappers aren't educated. Rappers aren't articulate. I mean, like, in the scheme of all of this right now, the only thing that I could actually see um, rallying the base to actually combat anything that Killer Mike does is Candace Owens, like, bitch ass. Honestly, on everything. I feel like even Candace Owens can't stop him though, because when remember that um, that uh, bro Ti fucked her up and Ti ain't got in. Yeah, but, like, but look at what she just did. But, in in terms of the uh, man, bro, in terms of this I, shit here, I just bro any like woman, with my any black woman who straighten her hair every time she go out in the public, like I is can't not a black woman. She like she I'm literally sorry, is not a part of the black, culture, and she has never been a part of the you, culture. Bro, she doesn't understand. And if you're talking about a woman who sued somebody for racism. Who sued somebody for racism? What the fuck are you talking about, Candace Owens? You will literally sit there and say there ain't no systematic racism. There ain't no, there ain't no this or that. But Bro. then on top of it, you literally sued somebody for being racist to you in one. And you degrade your own people. No, somebody it doesn't need to, matter. Somebody need to pull up on all Candace. Did. I think I, Travis Kelsey's wife should pull up on Candace. Everybody <laughs> like, deserves they do, they do time in court. But I feel like black women will come out as a whole to fucking yeah, denounce yeah. 
and offset any effect Candace Owens will have. Bro, Michelle Obama, Candace Owens, bare knuckle boxing. Let me be real about something because I still haven't started my political podcast because with everything going on, I just didn't think it was right for me to do that right now. Yeah. I feel you. I it probably it. would be right. No, it we, would. It would. We had like a to window. Have an actual black. Bro, I should have started it before. But yeah. either way it go, what I'm trying to say is that Candace Owens is a woman who worked for the Bernie Sanders uh, uh, campaign. In the first campaign that he ran, it didn't work out the way that she wanted to. And then she switched over to this whole Fox News thing where she started becoming a correspondent. So she like Tony Lauren. Bro, just, it's yes. worse. Same shit. It is she worse. Has, same shit. No clue what she's it is talking worse. about. She says it because Roger Ailes and Rupert Murdoch and these people in the Fox News category of what's going on. And just to denounce anything that she has said about George Floyd currently, George if Floyd, any man has had three plus cocaine violations and they were only eight months that is for personal use Bro, it is not for distribution and let's be real should cocaine be a personal use drug yes yes, yes. i have drug. never done no lines you can say what you want to about me i get fucked up at this podcast every week i do studio shit ain't nobody ever seen me do no shit like that so nigga when I look at it, I just say it because I know what people going through. I know what's going on. And I've seen people die more off of Oxycontin, Vicodin, different shit. But I mean, that's, that's prescribed. Like, that's prescribed. That you can get from the doctor. And they I've want seen, you to get hooked up. I've seen niggas die from, from mushrooms or weed. I feel like I die every day, or, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, there's a there's real life appeal right now for for like heart disease, right? Where you could like bleed out your ass until right. you die, right? Bro, I mean, but the heart disease is any, bad. But any, the heart disease any, is the bad. fire, bimblia, whatever it is, nigga. Listen, that commercial thirty seconds long for fifteen seconds, they telling you. Ain't no bleeding. Head sweat. Erectile dysfunctional. Uh, Motherfucking, you gonna lose your hair. Dick gonna dizziness. fall in the toilet. Yeah. Toes gonna fall off. Don't you drive. drive. You gonna, you gonna see shit. Man, uh, heavy operate machinery, you're killing your best friend. You see blue oh, smirks. Like, <laughs> like, it be dumb shit, bro. Oh, so yeah, Doc yeah. Ellis, nigga, you playing against the motherfucking Animaniacs on the streets. On LSD, bro. Bro, when I try to so tell you. So you try to tell me LSD can get a nigga. To, to, to throw a no hitter, but you but, trying to tell me that a nigga on Vicodin who took three of them holes too quick died? But That's you know, weird. and the crazy thing about it is, and what I try, I said this again a few times, bro. Condoleezza Rice never needs to be lumped into these women, bro. To these people, because she was a legit genius, Let's bro. Let's be real like, about something right now. Again, Condoleezza uh, Rice. Got set up. Oh, bro. And, she and, got set up. And why and you think Bush, tried to, Bush Cheney ought to try, to try to make it about her and that she was at fault for it? When because really, Colin Powell said, no, y'all not putting this on bro, me. I'm out of here. It was two other niggas who had complete control of everything and everybody tried to make it about how Condoleezza Rice was wrong. Don't how is Condoleezza Rice wrong in a Republican state where she went to Colorado State, bro? She went to Colorado State University. How can you do anything to a bunch of niggas who went to Harvard and Yale? The only thing I remember about Con- Condoleezza Rice is was when, the hair. No, when Dave Chappelle <laughs> called her Condoleezza Rice. That's the only thing I remember about <laughs> that it. fucking gap when that bitch was on there talking about um the mushroom cloud. 
of the mushroom cloud will be the forsaking for all of us. No. I I just I I just need I need I need women and men alike to understand that there's different levels to shit that you may think is going on. And these people that are the puppets, that are puppets that do that shit, them niggas don't got, they don't, they don't count. They don't count to, bro, Donald Trump is not a it's real like politician. It's like it's, it's not the same. <laughs> nigga, you showed up, nigga, ready for war. Yeah. Nigga, you was Don Quixote, bro, nigga. Bro, yeah, like, yeah, bro, it's you like was Don Quixote. You just looking at the... Yeah, it's like it is like Don Quixote. Nigga, you just chasing a windmill. Bro. You chasing a windmill the whole time. And you don't even realize like And you are God you, damn, I was here the whole fucking time. Bro. Arguing with people that had no credentials, bro. That's like arguing with niggas on Twitter. That's exactly what people doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like arguing with people on Facebook acting like shit gonna change. Dog put people into political office that had no political affiliation, no political background, and when he fired them, people well, he thought it was Bannon like the, the best. He gave Steve Bannon a job, bro. Steve he told his son, Bannon. "Y'all niggas can't come bro, back." Steve, hey, but hey, this is the one thing I I, I respect about. He fucked up the whole Listen, European Union. Donald this, Trump hired this is what I respect about that racist ass nigga, bro. At the Donald Trump house job. Hey, look, this is the one thing I respect about that racist ass nigga, bro. When all that shit went down, he was like. Uh, let me give you niggas the real. Oh. <laughs> hey, listen, Don Trump is Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong, Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel oh, is Einhorn. Oh, gee. Lance Armstrong is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is Lance Armstrong. <laughs> We can go on about this killer bike <laughs> shit for as long as we want. Damn. But I think the consensus is he does have hey. the experience to run. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Is it the white or the red? I don't never remember this. New, he said New England clam chowder. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the white. Bloody man, bro. Right, that was a bro. When I remember who said that Jamie Foxx said he walked up on um Jim Carrey and was like, What you writing? And he was like, I'm writing this movie for Ace Ventura oh, Pet Detective. Yeah, no, and he, he was like showed him clips of that shit. No, no, no. Like, he was he was showed him when no. they was at Living Living Color writing it. No, 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 he showed him the clips. He actually showed him the clips and he that said, nigga said, he said this, oh, this nigga's oh, a genius. No. You're, you're out of no, here. No, he was like, he was like, let me give you your handshake now yeah you're out of here you're out of here hindsight 2020 that nigga was right out of there I think it was Ace Ventura and it was uh, The Mask mask. bro man he was was out of there not two of the biggest movies just two of the biggest movies of all time bro bro. like in the 90s shit was favorites yeah bro Box office was different, like bro. That's the reason late why the 80s, early 90s was by, crazy, bro. Hey, Think about it. You had Weird Science. You had uh, uh what Titanic was it? The Breakfast Club. You had Uncle Buck. You Avatar. had uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Titanic. Uh, both of them actually. Who created Titanic? Michael Bay. No, no, no. What do you mean? <laughs> the director, producer. It wasn't Michael Bay. Was it Steven Spielberg? James Cameron. Oh, ah, who, who produced Star Avatar? Wars. Was it James Cameron? James Cameron. Yep. I mean, but but what? But, 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 no, that's George Lucas. George yeah, Lucas. My bad. The, the craziest, the craziest part news. about it, the craziest part about it though, is I like in those. Yeah, I, 
I just you just know that in certain times shit hit differently, bro. That was back in a time where movie theaters that I, they can give all the three billion yeah. shit for 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 Black Panther all they want to, nigga. Jim Carrey was getting all of that cash, nigga. And and the craziest part about it was when you the Dolphins was the biggest team in the fucking NFL, bro. Like, we, we really got to jump <laughs> yeah, ahead. We yeah. really got to jump exactly. ahead, dog. So we go into news or not news. Kodak Black. From what I was reading earlier, he got charges dropped on another case, which means this nigga gun could charges. be home. Gun charges. I saw he got the gun charges dropped. Yes. Which means this no. nigga could be home he at a halfway be, house in 2020, yeah, 2021. Home, that's what that means, right? It could be, but well, still, I, think, I think well, they well, already well, well, listen. I don't think they dropped that charge. If we doing that, then I don't think that he's still charge right now. Snitch nine. No, I think that he in jail for the gun charges right now, if I ain't mistaken. That's the reason why he in trouble. He ain't in trouble for the whole. I think he was fighting all that shit. But you would think a nigga that. But anyway, to jail so much, bro. You were trying to chill. As fucked up as it is in America, you will fuck around and get less time molesting a a, a young girl than you will having a gun. Oh, a a nigga, look, a nigga in Ohio just got eight years for molesting twenty eight students. Twenty eight. Let me say something, bro. Because I saw a lot of people in that shit and they were saying they were bringing up another black woman that was like, she uh, killed her rapist and she's doing like life in prison. Hold on, she, she got, got out. out. She got no, out. No, that's the point. She got out. Centoya Brown yeah. is not the person I'm talking oh, that's, about. That's a different one. That's the point, bro. Everybody done. keep on saying, no, Centoya Brown. It's not Centoya Brown. Whoever it may be. Fuck shit. All I know is this. All I know is this, bro. Um... Let, let's just get to it. Not news. Not news. <laughs> like, um, Kodak is a fucking felonious nigga I, in general. Bro, it's be certain people, bro, where it's just like, I'm sorry, it's a point of no return. There's, 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 a, there's, there's, certain, people, there's certain people that should never, like, they should not be getting any type of publicity. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Kodak Black, to me, is one of them. Man, look, we had to I talk don't... about it on this, and I just want to put this disclaimer out there. We had to talk about it on this because, for me, this is the last time I want to talk about this nigga at all, quite frankly. And the fact that he may come home in the system that's going on right now is not really what we need to bring to life, hey. but it just shows the factors of where people go. I don't like his character, sense. bro. Uh, like what he what he did to uh to old girl when Nipsey died, bro. Yeah. Uh, like, no, bro, he, like, he should have got hands put on his bro. face. He should have got hands. He at home, it ain't kind of chilling with this nigga. Should, yeah, somebody should have You know what I'm saying? Like, she is just not the way that nigga seen. And Akon really about that shit. That's the craziest that's part. So that's, what hurt. Hurt. that's what hurt. Akon really oh, about that shit. Him and Takashi Six Nine sitting next to each other, and this nigga with the perfect freight, uh, lace front wig that I've ever seen in my life. Talking about I'm locked up, won't let me out. Bro, my nigga Tory Lane said. All this time I've been working all this hard, and this nigga Akon gave him that sample. Yeah. And that's what's fucked that's up. Trash, and that bro. just goes to that let you trash, know bro. how powerful Takashi is. No, how the ain't Takashi? It's how powerful the media is. How, how powerful the, the media will make you feel. You need to do something with somebody you should never even be talking to. How the fuck Akon gave all the lights back to Africa? He gave all the lights to Africa. Like he doesn't have. Like he shouldn't be putting himself in any type of yeah, spotlight right like that. That's bro. so weird. Like, 
it, the shit ain't getting talked about enough, so he want to make. A he had to put himself to. And bro, but that's not how you do it, bro. Who the fuck like even every, gives a like, fuck bro, about Like, there's so A-Con. many countries in fucking Africa, bro. There's so much help you can get. On top of the fact that like the shit with America over there in Africa had dwindled down. And China was helping out over there. You might as well go ahead and get your peace with them, bro. Exactly, bro. Like, why but, are you here? But I honestly feel like shit. Akon want us African Americans when that little city that he building go up. He, he want us to start going over there, knew. so he got to stay bro, connected Nigeria to this culture. Just said, Lagos, Nigeria, just said that with the death of uh, what's her name, uh, Brianna Taylor. He's, they said over there, the actual uh, president of Lagos, Nigeria said, fuck that shit. Come All on. black women come here. Ghana too. That's what I'm talking Ghana about. said that shit too, bro. Like, these niggas, they, these niggas is done, bro. You know like, why they shit they seen over American here. News? Because American News don't want all the black women to go to Africa and then we just wrong. fucking all the white bitches that's here. Pogs. Number one consumer. Pogs. Hey, look. Hey, look. <laughs> hey, what? One point three trillion dollars a year. Hit it. That's that's what a hundred billion. Look, close to a hundred million dollars. Pogs. Fat ass white girl. Look, hidden. Hidden figures exposed. Just. How integral right. black women are to what right. the fuck they got going on. If you ain't we seen got the figures, space bro, with watch black all women. Of them. Bro, the, the, the thing of it is, is that look who they weaponized to even utilize against us is Candace Owens. Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. That's the reason why exactly. people try to share that shit. They just be like, yeah, she knows what she's talking. No, she knows the fuck she you don't, talking, bro. You're talking about a woman who has literally won a case. By suing somebody for racism, and then on top of that, bro, like I'm it's not even like, let's not even world, let's not even bro. just do that, bro. <laughs> somebody like, who if we want to get real, not alive, bro. If we real life want to get racism. real, bro, like let's be real, bro. The shit that she brought up wasn't even all facts, bro. It wasn't even be, all facts. Facts only. Let me tell you something. She Kodak to Black. people that are as uneducated as, as her. That's her. I've never seen us like it's. Let me take that back, run, bro. It's they, a lot of fucking they, smart dummies that run this shit, bro. She's a black woman. If that's who, that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's, that's she, all she wanted look, to be look, famous. That's the reason why they use what's her fucking name, the little blonde bitch, uh, Tommy, Lord, Tommy, Tommy Lord, Lord. because she looks a certain use, way. But they've always used white women yeah, like that. But the thing the is, is that they never had one white bitch. But they never had one like that. They never had one that was as. They never had one like Tommy Lauren. A white woman. No, they did. No, like, no. like at her they age, had, no, they the had. age that she was when and, she first in came in as a correspondent. Yeah, maybe they might not have to the a blaze. white woman like that, but Tommy Lauren is no Sean Hannity. And Tommy I mean, yeah, Lauren she's not. No Bill O'Reilly. But the thing is, is what's going gonna to happen? What's going to happen, bro? Bill O'Reilly Look, was forty-three. Blaze, the Blaze Media, right? Rush Limbaugh was boomed. 60. Started booming once Tommy Lauren got there. Because they knew nah, that a white woman with, with some nice ass eyes, I mean, for a hot second. No, it just became okay to post it on social media. See, that's the difference. When you look at Tommy Lauren's numbers and you look at who was really watching her show, people were not watching her show. That's why her the, shit went down drastically. That's why Fox canceled her because it, was, it wasn't because if she was the hottest shit on her show, they would have been cool with it, bro. Well, I mean, like, of course, network, her shit Bill went O'Reilly down over time, had bro. literally had 
10 women that he had to pay off that he sexually assaulted during his career at Fox News. And they was cool with keeping this nigga. So it's not about what Tommy Lauren was doing. Fuck it, we'll do it live. It's just the fact that Tommy Lauren's show wasn't that popular. Like we try to make it seem that way because it was on the internet. But when you look at really what was going on on TV, people wasn't tuning in to listen to what the fuck well, Tommy I mean, like, had to what, say. Man. When she first came out, her shit was very, very high yeah. with with white males. On the social you know media. Saying? And then it started dwindling down. But Especially males, after she was starting to get discredited are, by black people that she would bring course, onto her but it air. it was all right? social media stuff. It was all yeah. clickbait. It was all things that she was saying about Colin Kaepernick. It was things she was that's saying true. about, you that's know, true. The I flag that. and shit like that. But that's what? because, like, the, the Blaze was that, just like, the Blaze was no, just like the I Young get, Turks. I get it. It was a third-party source for without you. Without that, without Colin Kaepernick, Ain't no fucking Tommy Lawrence. Exactly. She made and, her career off of Colin Kaepernick. And white males just want to look at hot blonde ass. That's what I was saying. So until That's they what I was get, to say. so like it was only a matter of time That's what I was before saying. they like, got she tired was so of polarizing to them. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm saying. But it wasn't just because of that. It was because she was so young. And that's that was really as well. Thing. Like, bro, what time? What she was I, when she got there? She was twenty. Like she was actually a. a, a uh, CNN correspondent at like 21. Yeah. 2021. Yeah, yeah. And then she became a Fox News analyst. I mean, correspondent at 23. How many white males actually heard what she said? Or was just looking. just looking at her saying, I want to be with sitting on her chair, the big comfy chair with the tidy whities on, like, oh, I want to give that Tommy Lauren a facial. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody heard what the fuck she said. <laughs> but we're going to move on to my favorite. Segment of the show, USHL, a spoken hip hop legend. This week, who we got, Nirvana? This week, we got my man, my mellow, Derek Ali, aka Mixed by Ali. Come on. A lot of people don't know who Mixed by Ali is, but based off of two weeks ago, I went off of Dave Pensado, he is the GOAT. And Dave Pensado has labeled Derek Ali the next GOAT. Of the mixes. Hey, that's a that's a crazy cosign. Exactly. Um, uh, mixed by Ali is a Grammy Award-winning mix engineer. His career is from Los Angeles in the late 2000s, recording and mixing for Top Dog Entertainment, artists Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, SZA, Baz, Nipsey Hussle, and Snoop Dogg, among a lot of others. Um. In 2018, he was invited online mixing programming community for mixing called Engineer Ears, which is one of the greatest things that engineers can get at nowadays if you're really trying to take your shit to the next level. Um, the thing about Ali, which makes him great, is that he's one of those mix inside the box people. And for those who don't understand what that means, mixing inside the box is doing everything inside of your computer. He does nothing outside of his computer at all. Everything he does is based off of how he can rewire it, reprogram it, plugins, everything he does inside of his computer alone. He also is one of the few people I've ever seen mixed in mono. And mixing in mono is something that for me, I always thought was a terrible thing to do. But he taught me literally just watching some of his videos that mixing in mono creates some of the separation in music that we don't understand. Come on. And he mixes 80% of his music in mono, which he learned from Dr. Dre. So, should I be listening to me or Dr. Dre mixed by Ali? Probably them too. Um, 
He makes for uh, Black Panther, Invasion of Privacy, Milky Way, Platinum Fire, Redemption, Victory Lap, Damn, Control. He also was some of the first people to mix for Kendrick Lamar on things like uh, 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 Section 80. Also, uh, what's... I can't remember it off the top of my head. The Pimple Butterfly? Mm-hmm. That's another one that makes Ali. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's been working with Top Dog and them ever since the beginning, kind of, of their whole, they whole legacy. And, hey, the kid is a genius. Listen, he has mixed the biggest albums within the last five to seven years. Look, nobody's seen Cardi B going to where she was going. He touched that. That J-Rock, that Redemption, goddamn, that was an amazing album. He touched that. Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, Victory Lap. His best work, you know, yeah. to date when he was alive. Yeah. He touched that. Kendrick Lamar, damn. He also critically did good, acclaimed. Kid, I was good listening kid to Damn on yesterday. Yes. And he then, also did Good Kid, on, good good kid, kid Mad, City. Mad City, too. And then we look at Scissor Control, the project that actually made her a staple among female. Well, no, no, fuck female R and B artists in general. Yeah, this her first album was so cold, though, bro. Mixing in mono is something that I really never understood because it's a one pathway lane, and in the music that we live in, it's two left and right. So to mix in mono is something so weird and complex when you really look at it. And for a kid, you know, he's only 30 years old at this point. So the shit that he's been doing has been up to this point. So for a kid to understand those aspects of the game, the dynamics, the range, the frequencies, the pannings, everything like that. And then to be able to bring it in solely and then widen it out at one point in time, literally at the same time, is so unique and it's different from what people have ever done. We always mix to control the imagery. He decided to maintain the imagery and then decipher it later on, which is so weird. And I know for people who don't understand music or understand the mixing components of it, it's different. But that is one aspect of music that you can't teach people. It's literally a feeling. And he knows how to feel music better than anybody probably in the game right now. Look. You look at the projects we just named off. Invasion of Privacy, Damn, Redemption, like literally, literally, literally projects that got rave reviews. He touched them. So like the work speak for itself. And I think this was episode 38. I know it was episode yeah. 38. And we got deep in the bag on this one. Yeah. Make sure you go check out the articles, the vlogs, the nasty sports update, which honestly, I have to say right now is the best shit Next on our level. platform right Next now. Shout out, Drip. Shout, Shout out, yeah, God, Drip for that motherfucking... The, I, I would like to call that the, the stimulus package. <laughs> he put an extra 1200 on my shit. <laughs> and on the music side, go look out, go check out Nasty Hennessy Heartbreaker. Yep. That shit was fire. fire I think it was yeah. the best body of work I heard this year. And it's not just because you my nigga, but musically. I ain't heard nothing better. When we look at depth, quality, sound, Hey, niggas, it's pressure. It. Appreciate it. Go check out the singles Nirvana dropped. 
And I got an article I'm working on. Check that out coming soon. But Dang. this is episode 38. Hey, we hey, out. before we out of here, before we out of here, we want to say, man, thank you for joining the squad, uh, Quan. This is going to be great, G. Uh, awesome. Also, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Yeah, rest in peace, Ma Aubrey. Yep, definitely. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Come on. And for the for the next couple podcasts, we gonna make sure we ended on that note. Peace and love. And man, man, we miss y'all. We out.